What's up, everyone? Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on July 7th, 2022, with my very special guest, Joe Patitucci of PlantWave. Joe is the founder of this device, this company that offers this wonderful device that translates frequencies. And I'm not sure I quite understand the science behind it, to be honest, or that anyone does. However, it translates the frequency coming from a plant into sound, which is wonderful. He has all these really cool videos. He's on YouTube, tons of cool videos of different harmonies and sounds. For example, meditations that can be used in practice, uh, different types of sound baths even. There's one I saw of him going into nature, like into in Hawaii. I'm not going to do it justice trying to explain it to you guys, but PlantWave is awesome. Mine's on the way, and I cannot wait to hook it up and show you guys. I want to take a moment to tell you guys about my sponsors. If you scroll down into the description of this episode, you will find links to Mezcala Nursery located in Long Beach, California, Green Touch Nursery located in Bellflower, California. Make sure to stop and check out their live auctions every Wednesday. And also this coming weekend, I believe there is an event, a sunset plant gathering. If you would like to join us for those of us that are local, also real mushrooms. You can, if you're interested in supplementing mushrooms and all the great health benefits that can come with supplementing mushrooms, definitely click on the link in the description of this episode and plantly big shout out to plantly.io right here. Plantly, their stickers are up behind me. This is where I offer plants for sale and where many amazing vendors are offering all kinds of beautiful plants, everything from tropicals to house plants and cactus and succulents galore. So definitely, if you're interested in becoming a vendor, there's a link. I provided a link in the description of this episode to become a vendor. Or even if you just want to shop the marketplace, you can download the Plantly app on Android or iOS or type in plantly.io in your web browser. All right, without any further ado, here is Joe. Joe Patitucci, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Uh, honestly, I, I've only worn a button-up shirt for one other guest. So if that says anything, that's how excited I am to have you. Uh, I've been looking very closely into your work, watching all your videos. I subscribed and turned on notifications, and uh, what you're doing is incredible. So thank you for the service that you're providing to the plant community and for this awesome device. I can't wait to hear about it, man. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of fun just, you know, following the passion and I'm grateful to have so many folks out there like you and everyone else that are just supporting <laughs> this and making this so it's like my life. So, yeah. How did all this get started? Oh, yeah. I, it started over 10 years ago. Uh, I, I started a record label. Um, and the idea behind the record label is I was always making music by going out into nature and connecting to the feeling of a place. Mm. And I would record the sounds of a place and then I would go back into the studio and listen to those sounds and kind of write music from like this connection to the feeling of that place. Um, and yeah, like I was releasing these albums uh, on these pieces of seed paper, like these was album art that had seeds embedded in it. And you could take this and then uh, plant it and it would grow into flowers so that what? was yeah <laughs> so it kind of started there that was originally like I started my company as a record label um but then I started to think about like how to um you know 
if I'm going out into nature, I'm connecting to this feeling. And like, I felt like nature was kind of like speaking through me musically. Yes. And uh, yeah, so I started to think about how could I have that happen like more directly without it necessarily having to come through my body. But how could I <laughs> have that like expressed directly from, uh-huh. yeah, from, from the plants. So um, yeah, there's some, some, cool stuff out there like uh the book the secret life of plants and there are these really interesting experiments that were being done by like cleve baxter who's like an fbi polygraph expert who was hooking up plants to lie detectors and seeing that they were responding to certain things that were happening um so we realized we could use that same technology and translate the wave from the graph that's coming off of the circuit and we could translate that into pitch Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so when we connected that to a synthesizer for the first time, uh, that pretty much changed my life. Can I ask you, what what type of music were you originally making? Is there a, some electronic music in your past? Yeah, yeah. It was mostly like kind of more ambient, electronic, cool. kind of pastoral. Um, before that, I was in bands and all of that stuff, but I just got tired of like carrying around gear and coordinating with like four other humans and their significant others and yeah. <laughs> i was like i'm just gonna go solo and work on a laptop but yeah so it started there and then yeah it just brought me into this place where well all of all of nature is my bandmate now do you mind explaining some of the science behind it were there studies that that inspired this because i remember hearing about it you know probably 10 years ago and it was like the first sounds from a plant or whatever Uh, how does that work exactly yeah so uh what we do is it's called sonification so you can you can think of this as like you know like a weather map is visualization so you're taking like weather data and you're translating that into something that's visual that you can see and you're like oh these clouds are green and these clouds are red and mm-hmm. um that has a that has a language behind it so similarly we're doing the same thing except with plants and we're translating into sound and uh the way it works is we're measuring the connection between two points in a plant uh, and that's largely uh, telling us how much water there is between the two points and how much that water is varying so as a plant is moving uh, chloroplasts around there's a change in the amount of water between those two points so the change over time is a wave and then we just translate the wave into a pitch and then we run the pitch message into different instruments. So um, some people might be familiar with MIDI uh, yeah. or if anybody's used like GarageBand or anything like that. Um, you know, we're basically translating the wave from the, from the plant into MIDI. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, anybody that's using a plant wave, you can select which instruments those notes are represented on. And then we have different we have different instruments that are, some are kind of more for, you know, meditation or relaxation. Some are designed more to be um, like a very like direct translation of exactly what's going on in the plant. So you can get like super clear on, on, um, on the shifts that are happening. I want to make sure I understand. So the, the amount of water within that particular part of the plant is 
what it is to, that's what this frequency and sound that you're creating is dependent on that yeah it's it's dependent on the variation in the amount of water in that point so you can think of like yeah right so you can think of like okay you can think there's like a sensor here and there's a sensor here and there's Mm -hmm. like an amount of water that's between the two because it's like a living being but that living being is also moving water around through a system so the the amount of water between these two points is varying like super slightly and so we're measuring that variance and translating that. We're graphing it as a wave and then running that into these pitches. So you can, every time you hear a new note, that is a sign that a change happened in the plant. That's so cool, man. Yeah. And I love how many like different areas it can go into. It can really like you know, spark the interest of a scientific person. But at the same time, you have the heart chakra video. I was listening to that on my way home from work today. Mm. Uh, I work at Whole Foods, man. And I'm like driving home and I was listening to the heart chakra. And my favorite one was the Jungle Brook. I think mm. I like that one the most. And then I had a question for you too. I was like going to be like, I wonder if fungus makes sounds. But then I looked through your videos. Sure enough, <laughs> they do. Like, how does that differ between the plant kingdom and the fungus kingdom? Yeah, that one is a little bit. I I don't have a full understanding on it. Does yet. anyone? Um, <laughs> no, uh, I have a lot less of an understanding of that. I mean, we designed Plant Wave for plants specifically mm-hmm. to kind of read these changes that are happening in plants. Um, these changes are obviously also happening on mushrooms. It's it's less clear if it's like if there's if it's because water is moving around in the mushrooms or if there's some other kind of noise we're picking up, like, again, we didn't develop the sensor specifically for mushrooms. Mm -hmm. So I am not sure exactly what is happening there, but um, it's really cool. And I like listening to, to anything really. I love it. Yeah. I was, when I was listening to the jungle brook one, I was like, all I need is a little thump. Boom, throw a little kick <laughs> there and I'll be dancing like it's really cool all the different frequencies and, and levels of sound and watching you like uh, move the plant and and that how that affects it uh, so interesting man cool stuff dude yeah I did one in uh thank you I, I did one in Joshua Tree just a couple weeks ago and uh, designed some sounds for that that kind of like gave me a feeling of being in the desert and it all it has almost like a dance beat to it. Is it's it? really wild. I would definitely recommend checking it out. So you can throw a kick in there. Is there like is is there something like let's say there's a, a sound, a frequency that's coming off the plant that's consistent enough to be like a four to the floor kick? Is there something like that? Yeah. It's like it, thum, thum, thum. Yeah. So you can give the plant whatever instrument you want to have it play. You just don't really have too much control over right. how they play it. So I don't know how many how many plants would do like a four on the floor kick you could there are ways that you could scale the data so it would automatically do that but then at that point you're not getting to hear like all of the crazy variation that the plant's doing the authentic sound that it's creating yeah just like the yeah I, I like having a little bit more detail to the patterns but at the same time i mean i've i've run a plant through a drum machine and it's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> man that's awesome um so i wanted to ask about trees too uh i didn't i might not have seen every video but is there a way to tap into the trees as well yeah so 
what's great about PlanWave is that it's, you know, it works via Bluetooth. So uh, you can connect it to leaves or, you know, to the needles on trees. And, you know, as long as you're willing to climb it and get it up on that branch, um, then you can have it streamed to your, to your phone. Uh, so, yeah, I, I have a few videos out there. Like there's one of like a giant, uh, or, or of a plant next to a giant sequoia. I have a redwood, uh, like a redwood sapling that I listened to. I've done like oak trees. Um, and I'm actually going out to Alaska in a couple of weeks to do, uh, wow. to do, uh, some work out there. So old growth forest, which is going to be really neat. That's beautiful. I would love to hear if there's a way to tap into Methuselah. Are you familiar with Methuselah? It's like the oldest tree on the planet or was at one point, I think they found a different one. Uh, I think it's in the bristle cone. It's a bristle cone. Yeah, cone. it's it's like right near Death Valley, right? It's just like it's like some. It's right over there in like Central California ish. Thousands of years old. I don't. It doesn't yeah. have any leaves though. It's not. Yeah, it has, I think it has. Yeah, it has like a few little. Thing. Yeah, I've wanted to check it out. I wanted to check it out when I went to Sequoia because it's right on the other side of the mountain. It's crazy, right? Because you have like within like a hundred miles of each other, you have like the largest tree in the world and then the oldest known tree right. in the world. They're all just like right there in California. I really do want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. There's something majestic about trees. They have like wisdom and knowledge. I feel like, you know, because they've just existed for so long. Yeah. They have a special kind of patience too. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, I saw the happy plant versus sad plant. Do you mind expanding on that at all? Like uh, what, how does that differ in sound? Sure. Yeah. I, I was in Thailand a few years ago and I saw kind of like a, yeah, a couple plants, like one was very healthy and thriving and the other one was being eaten by a little spider or something. And it uh -huh. didn't look very, uh, didn't look very healthy. Um, yeah. And it was pretty clear that the, the healthier plant, you know, just produced a lot more, uh, you know, rich pattern. So there's just like a lot more going on, a lot more melodically happening. Whereas the, you know, injured plant was maybe just producing one or two notes. Wow. Yeah. And that's something that's pretty common that we'll see. Um, for instance, I was on a trip one time and I had, I had roommates and they were like looking after my plants and I had my plants broadcasting uh, on a website called Plants FM. Um, and so the plants are just broadcasting all, all the time. And, uh, I was like, yeah, I was like in, I was like in Asia and I was like listening to plants FM and I was like, man, this plant's just like playing one note. Like, why has it been playing one note? And I realized it was like 3am where, where the plant was. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's just late at night. So sometimes they kind of go a little bit more dormant. And then, uh, then I, Finally, I messaged my roommate a couple days later. I'm like, hey, man, like the peace lily is just playing one note. Like, could, <laughs> how, how are the plants? Are they doing all right? And he's like, yeah, man, I've been watering. They're doing great. And I was like, okay, I guess. And I was like, could you send me a photo? Uh, <laughs> right? And he sent me a photo. And, you know, we all know what a peace lily looks like when it's happy. You know, sure. it's kind of like, you know, it's got the white flower. It's like, you know, its leaves are like probably up at a, 45 to 60 degree angle kind of um yeah and he and he sent me he sent me the photo and it was just you know it was alive it was just not thriving and i think he was watering it like it was a snake plant but it's uh, like you know a piece lily needs a lot of water 
And um, yeah, so that was a that was a lesson for my roommate on like the difference between uh, survival and thrival. And uh, <laughs> it was also a message for me of like, oh, wow, yeah, you can like, I know what a healthy plant sounds like versus when a plant is like super underwatered, especially after I develop a relationship with it by listening to it over over months or whatever. You are probably one of very few people that can can say that. <laughs> yeah, distinguish, so. uh, distinguish. And I mean, aside from the supporters now of your device, uh, I do want to hear about how plants, how, well, how did plants come into your life and, and what has this uh, journey been like for you? Yeah, that's a great question. It's funny because other than having like, you know, when I started this, I lived in Philadelphia and I just had like a house and like a tiny little herb garden thing in the back. That was about, that was about it. I didn't have any house plants until I started making music with plants. Um, so that was pretty cool. So it was like, you know, I did, I did, I started, I started playing with this idea and then I did an installation and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, where are all these plants going after the installation? It's like, oh, I guess home. And then I basically built this, like the art installation that I had in museums was basically in my living room. And then that just kind <laughs> of got bigger and bigger. And uh, yeah, just like it kind of, it just grew until, you know, all of a sudden you have like 60 plants or <laughs> whatever. And um, yeah, so I, I think for me, what, what's been cool about that journey is that you know, especially early on, I started to notice like, oh, you know, there might be some times where I forgot to water them as much as they need to be watered, or I overwater them or, you know, these, these, these different things. And I, I might, I might just, you know, walk downstairs and just see that the plants drooping a little bit and it's, oh, wow. Yeah. I, I haven't watered it. And it, that's also a prompt for me too, for like my own self-care. Right. So I've, I find that like, you know, this is like a common thing where like once you start caring for another being, like you realize how much you have to care for yourself to care for the other being. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've found that, yeah, that taking care of plants has been super healing and um, like a mode for personal growth as well. That's incredible. It's like yeah. almost like a, a mood tracker or something, uh, mm -hmm. some type of metaphorical clock or something, you know? Yeah. Cause when I check in with myself, I can look around at my plants and realize, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not doing enough for me right now, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and it's show it manifests in, in the plants for sure. That's so totally. beautiful to hear, man. I love that. Yeah. Cool. So, of all these wonderful places that you've been having the opportunity to explore, um, how, how is, did you have a favorite in, in type of plant or let's say tropics versus arid? Um, I don't know. What's that been like uh, the difference between these places and the, and the pitches that you're finding, uh, sounds that you're finding. Yeah. To me that the kind of, standbys for me are are like tropical plants i think tropical plants that live under the canopy they're really common as house plants too right like so like monstera um or uh you know bird of paradise or just these kinds of these kinds of plants they tend to be quite active they're mm. they're 
they're moving water around all the time. They're just like, you know, they have, a, they're holding a lot of water. So um, those tend to be quite active versus, versus like a palm or, you know, for instance, when I was out in Joshua tree, you know, I had to really go and try and listen to a few of them to find one that was, uh, that was more active. But yeah, I, I tend to, you know, really enjoy tropical plants, you know, below the canopy. Those, those are just, uh, there's a lot of life there. That makes sense. They're, they're definitely, and they have so much vibrance. I mean, I'm thinking of an orchid right now, but mm -hmm. uh, birds of paradise, so visually stimulating. It would only make sense that they're also creating this complex, harmonious sound. Yeah, I mean, their beauty is one expression of how alive they are, right? And and yeah. the music can also be this beautiful expression of that as well. So has this all changed your perspective on, like, the plant kingdom? And, like, yeah. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, it's cool. When I, when I started doing this, I was reading this book called Holographic Universe. Mm -hmm. Um that was basically about how um, it's kind of like consciousness being more all pervading. I think a mm -hmm. lot of humans, especially like kind of in Western cultures, think that like consciousness requires a brain and that it like comes from here. Right. Um, but once I started to see the brain as like a receptor or a filter for this consciousness that exists everywhere mm -hmm. uh, that changed a lot. And so I see, I see plants as, you know, conscious beings uh, that, you know, their consciousness is tuned for their specific uh, way of survival and their consciousness is like super elegant, right? It's like yes. ground into the earth and grow towards light. Like, those are like the two basic things. Some of them might put off like different chemicals if, if, if another one's being attacked or things like that, but they have this really cool, um, they have this really cool intelligence. Um, so for me, it's like listening to plants and kind of stepping into this world as a way of like stepping out of my own head and my own like constraints of what I think reality is. Mm -hmm. And I get to have this really cool window into like when I'm listening to plants, you know, I'm in my world, but then I'm also like getting this window into the plants world. And I'm getting this, like plants are able to perceive or basically process light that's outside of what we can perceive. Mm. Right. So now if I'm listening to a plant, I'm also receiving information that's outside of my field of perception just by listening yeah. and being with these other beings. So that to me is just like super enriching and it like, it's a very like great, like de-stress tool. Um, Cause I'm right. just like in wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Would you argue that they respond to our energy as well? Have you seen that without touching them, without sure. watering them? Yep. Yeah. I've definitely experienced that. Uh, and I don't know if I would be doing that this if I didn't experience that. That's like a big part of what excites me about this. Um, I can give a couple examples. Um, yeah, the first time I connected a plant to, uh, yeah, first time I connected to a plant, I was working with my engineer. And I remember hearing hearing it start to play these instruments. And I wasn't sure if my engineer was doing a test or something. So I turned to him. 
I'm like, oh, is that the plant? And he was like, and he, he nodded. And right when he nodded, I felt this like rush of excitement. And in that moment of excitement, the plant just like completely shifted to like another octave. And it turned this, like the, the velocity in the wave changed a lot. So it actually turns knobs and things. No. So I just like, whoa. And it was like, whoa. And then I just like looked at him and I was like, wait, did that just respond to me? And he was like, dude, it's in the data. Like, I don't know, but like that, I saw that happen. Um, and I, you know, I, thought that might have been an anomaly and then you know first time I had this uh had this in a museum there was like what like a nine-year-old girl named Melody uh of course walks up to a plant and just starts like holding her hands up like exchanging energy with the plant and then she turns to her mom and she's like mom look all you have to do is think light coming through your hands and the plant will sing for you. No. And I was like, whoa, like there's this deep, intu- there's this like energetic connection and there's yeah. this like deeply intuitive energetic connection that like humans have. And then that just kept happening. Right. And so during this like three day installation, I would be sitting there reading and all of a sudden someone would walk into the room. They wouldn't touch any of the plants and uh, the music would just shift. I was like, whoa, what's going on? Who's that? And I would get up and I'd walk over to the person and say like, this might sound crazy, but I designed this and the plants clearly responded differently when you walked into the room. And each time I was surprised these people didn't think I was crazy. They actually were just like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. I'm an energy healer. Wow. Or like I am a botanist or I'm a florist or I'm a Reiki master. Uh-huh. So people with like super in tune with these like subtle forms of energy, mm-hmm. uh, people that are super attuned to plants uh, seem to have a big effect. Um, and yeah, I've just continued to see that play out over time through meditation. You know, I, I, I lead meditation and breath work with plants. And we use that as a prompt. Those shifts in the plants are a prompt for us to tune into what's shifting in ourselves, what's shifting in our own energy as we're breathing or meditating. That's fantastic. Oh, man. My mind is blown right now. I feel like you've opened a doorway into a whole new world for me now. I'm going to be obsessed. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, it's a, it's definitely like a more connected world. You know, it's it, yeah. like, to me, it's just like, I think things make a lot more sense now. I'm just like, oh yeah, like everything's doing its thing. And it's all, it's, you know, we're all just in this together. We're floating around on this big rock through space and we're all like, doing our best to survive and thrive and like we can learn a lot from each other and we can um we can we can you know we can learn to listen i think is like the biggest thing here yeah man well when you said like plants are so connected to the earth with their roots going into the ground all i could think was i just wish human beings were more like plants (laughs) (laughs) with the grand new source well we are we are right i mean like we're made of earth stuff like i don't sure. know like i'm not i'm not a synthetically made human i don't think that could <laughs> exist right so like it's really just 
um, we are, it's whether or not we recognize it, right? Like for, you know, so much of our evolution, we didn't wear shoes. And like, so we were always connected to the earth. We are a part of, we are like a part of this earth. We're like a, we're nodes on this earth that are, Mm. have sprung from this being, right? It's like, you know, some people have this illusion that like, oh, there is humanity and there is nature and we are separate from it. And it's like, well, what happens when you have that kind of worldview? Well, you can do really cool stuff in some ways. You can develop like technologies and like you can become like, you can master the domain of nature, quote unquote, or like at least think you are. And then, but at the same time, you're super stressed and you're having heart disease and this and that. And it's like, why well because we're ignoring part of who we are as human Mm. beings which is we're disconnecting ourselves from ourselves and that is that inflames the body that like causes a lot of um yeah it causes a lot of pain so so yeah I, i mean we are we are we are as connected to the earth as plants it's just up to us of whether we like recognize that and cultivate that yeah i yeah i would argue that some of the destruction of nature is because of that exact thing that you're talking about that disconnect right and yeah i've heard uh, other guests of mine bring this uh, notion of plant blind that like many human beings are plant blind and they, you know they don't they don't stop to smell the flowers they don't stop and see the trees and then many of them like one day people i've spoken to uh one day i w- woke up to it mm. and suddenly they saw everything and mm-hmm. they felt so connected to these plants and they're you know they're identifying plants that are driving by and uh i just think it's so fascinating to see that and, and I, it gives me hope that it's never too late for these individuals that may be quote-unquote plant blind or disconnected from nature Totally. I mean, yeah, it's, it's there. It's, it's there for us. Yeah. I think a lot of people might see plants as just as like things or objects or something. Mm -hmm. House decorations. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But uh, I mean, we, it's, you know, everything here is, is here for a reason. It's all, you know, everything here can be, an ally you know everything on earth can be an ally or a messenger and in its own way if we allow it and so you know to me it's just about how can we open up our perception to like more appreciation more acknowledgement of other living beings as living beings that are important and um Mm. you know how does that affect our relationship with ourselves our relationship with other people Uh, there's a lot of richness there available to us now is this part of plant waves mission as well yeah i mean plant wave is really (laughs) i I actually just say like plant wave is like about connecting to the earth and opening to love you know it's really that's that's what it is i mean it's funny that I never like I never in my life thought I would ever make a hardware device. It was never in my plan to do it. 
Um, the reason I did it was because I realized that it was actually like a service to humanity and that this yes. was a way of, um, you know, allowing people to experience, uh, experience life in any way. And also allowing people that already experience life in that way to be able to share that with other people. Yes. You know, there are a lot of people that have that deep connection to nature, that deep connection to plants, but it's hard to communicate that. And like mm -hmm. some people might, you know, it seems like it's, you know, they might be like seen woo -woo. as crazy or woo. Yeah. Or all yeah. these things, but it's like through, like, if you can actually like show your friend, like, no, not only is this like not that, not only am I not crazy, there's like a product and community around this that's based on actual, like an actual like scientific practice that, um, you know, that we can use to illuminate this whole other realm. Wow. So this is where science and spirituality meet. You've found, totally. a, way, you've found a way to connect those two things, which are often, you know, very separate. Um, I, I love that. And uh, I had another thought on that. I can't remember what it was, but I would love to talk about the device. Oh, uh, no, lost it. Uh, so the device itself, let's say somebody's interested, you've piqued their interest. And um, yeah, what's that all about? Yeah, the device, uh, you can get it at plantwave.com. Uh, and so the device is, um, oh, I have one I have Please. One here. It's like, uh, it's this big, it fits in the palm of your hand. And it, um, you know, you connect it, it has like little wires. You connect these two wires to a plant's leaves. Uh, and then you pair the device to your phone. Mm -hmm. And we have an app that has instruments that we've built for plants to play. So you can just uh, listen via headphones or, you know, stream it to a Bluetooth speaker or plug it into a sound system. However you want to listen to your plants, you can uh, listen really just plug and play. Um, and then there are other cool things like you can record the plants right on your phone. Uh, so you can listen to them later, or you can even broadcast your plants so that, um, no. so that your friends can, can listen. And, and anybody that's listening can, um, you know, even if you don't have a plant wave, if you want to check it out, if you want to like check out the app, um, you can just go on the plant wave app and listen to other people's, uh, plants broadcasting right from there. Wow, really are like bringing a community together around it too, man. That's cool. And I remembered what my thought was. It's apparent to me that this is your calling and that like you're part of your purpose and like sure. it sits well with your soul and you are indeed doing a service. So like, thank you, man, for real. Oh, hey, my, <laughs> my pleasure. You know, and, and this is just like one of, you know, one of the first steps, you know, what we're doing is we're building a bridge from people's phones and the internet and all that stuff back into connection with nature yes. and back into connection with the body. Um, and so right now, you know, the plant wave app and, and like we have patents around this like sound technology that we've built um, right now, we're using that on plants and our, the bigger picture for us as well is, um, you know, we started doing some research on making, meditation music from uh real-time heart data 
um, mm. and like exercise music that can also tell you a story of what's going on in your body in real time and inspire you to like hit fitness goals and all these other things. So like, it's kind of like, we're, you know, we're, we're making the soundtrack to your life. Like we're building the soundtrack to your life. And just like life <laughs> on earth, we're starting with plants, you know, we start yes. with plants and then we move up or not even up. We just move around that circle sure. to, to get to humans in the heart. I'm curious about these guys here. Um, I realize that I don't have any moisture in them, but I, I wonder if there's a way, or perhaps, you know, that somewhere down the line, that we can tap into the crystals and see what they have to say. <laughs> sure, I'm sure there is. Uh, I'm not. I'm not super familiar with all of the ins and outs of uh, of of how crystals work. I mean, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation without crystals pulsing in our laptops and everything else. Right. Um, you know, these are these are these are obviously uh, these crystals obviously have like electrical properties and um they have their own kind of timed rhythms to them as well um i'm not as familiar with exactly how to get that signal but um but i i mean i know it exists because if it didn't we wouldn't be having this conversation yeah i've never really stopped to think about that but you're right they do use all kinds of crystals in those little devices man yeah, I mean, even our our device has, I believe, it has like a quartz crystal in it. Wow, it's a timer. You know, like they're no. they're time. You know, qu quartz crystals are used for for timing. I think it has to do with like how fast it takes for light to get from like you know to bounce through it, and if you know the size of it, then you can have that um in some way related time because you know the speed of light and all these things speaking yeah. of light um and so now that you have me like, me thinking about all this uh i'm certainly going to uh obtain a plant wave and i would like to see it also translate into which i'm sure you've done uh lighting like sure like disco lights dance lights right yeah so you totally. can not only have the sound but now you also have the visual yeah yeah, that's, um, you know, a thing for us that we're working on is um, we want to get PlantWave integrated into a lot more of like the smart home kits, like, you know, Alexa or Google Home and Apple HomeKit and all these things. Um, and once you do that, you can start to have plants controlling things like your lights. So you can yeah. have the, yeah, I've, I've done this before too. And I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I know a lot of these kind of lighting systems will, you can have them so they respond to sound and that's, mm -hmm. that's cool. So you could make it so that, you know, the plant's controlling the sound and then the lights are being controlled by the sound. But the purest expression of this is when like the lights and the music are both controlled by like the same data source. Yeah. That's where it just gets like super deep. So, um, yeah, we do that for some of our installations, um, and yeah, I mean, eventually you'll have, you'll be able to have that in your home and you'll just like go into an immersive zone, just chilling out with your plants. Dude, sounds like a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, man. Uh, have you like written any books or is there, what else do you do? What else are you doing? N no books, no books yet. Uh, I feel like you there's see it in your future. Some, yeah. It keeps coming up. I know it'll happen. Um, 
a really fun project I have coming up this summer is uh, we're working on this film project where we are uh, going and finding these uh, really rare plants. And we're putting together a film series on uh, people that are you know, stewards of these very rare plants, like people that are protecting these, um, these, you know, um, ecological zones that are endangered. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're really looking to highlight that through storytelling and then bring that emotional connection to the story and the plant um, to the people by listening to the plants. Um, mm-hmm. So we're, we're working on this. So I'm, I'm going to Alaska in a few weeks and uh, we're going to do the first the first episode, and then we're doing some on uh, on native grasses and in in other other parts of the world. Um, so that that's something that I have coming up that I'm uh, that I'm really looking forward to. Protect the plants at all costs, man. I'm with you with that. I'd like to see more of that. These stewards of the rare plants, as you said, um, we have a big problem with that. I mean, I'm very involved in like the cactus community, but I know it's happening in all of the different. Yeah, sectors of the plants. Yeah, have have you checked out? Do you uh, have you checked out uh, this guy Kyle Liebarger Liebarger on TikTok? I have. I think his uh, handle, I think, is Native Plant Talk. Okay, I think Um, I might have heard of this. Yeah, I would definitely recommend checking out. He's like he's based in like Alabama, and Mm. he's he you know he comes across as more of like alabama hunter dude um Mm -hmm. but turns out alabama hunter dudes really care about native plants because the native plants are what the uh you know what the deer and and Mm. everything feed off of or the insects and um and so what he highlights is like how so much of the u.s we've like taken out all of this native habitat and Mm -hmm. these like quote unquote weeds um, right. And we've just like put down turf and, and uh, you know, non-native grasses um, and how much um, of our, how much that affects insect populations, which affects bird populations, which just kind of affects, you know, that affects how many, you know, seeds are being distributed around and what other plants are coming up. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really important issue for us, us, us to look at this whole, like, you know, I, I need a green lawn with like two inch tall grass. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very new phenomenon. And if we yes. keep going in that direction, that's going to be very destructive. It, it already has been. Yeah, especially here in California where we have this horrible drought constantly. Yeah. And it's not just here. I know it's all over the place. Have you ever heard of Crime Pays But Botany Doesn't, Joey Santor? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. His I, motto is kill your fucking lawn. There's <laughs> so a shirt lawn. that says kill your lawn, but he, when he says it, he says kill your fucking lawn. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> doing fantastic work. I had him on once and I'm going to do another one with him soon. We're planning like a presentation based uh, collaboration, which is also something I would like to present to you. We could talk about it off there, though. Sure. Um, yeah, we'll wait. Um, so, where can everyone find the plant wave? At plantwave.com, right? Plantwave can be found at plantwave.com. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. and check us out on Instagram. We're really active there with uh, with lots of videos from my travels. I'm, you know, my main job is really, you know, just going to beautiful places and 
listening to plants and sharing that with the world and just spreading love. Uh, so, you know, follow us over there at plant wave and, um, yeah. And share it with your friends. It's, um, you know, just listen. You've made a believer out of me. I will head right over and I'll plug links to all your stuff in the description of this episode. Oh, cool. And I could use a photograph if you have one. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah I got one. Great. Yeah. Right. yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joe. Hey, thanks so much for having me. And um, yeah, I just really appreciate the work you're doing and like hi highlighting, you know, this kind of work. And, and I just, I feel your connection to plants as well. Like, just like you're, you know, like you're doing, you're doing it, you know, you're living it. And um, I just really appreciate the bravery uh, to go there, you know, and just to make mm. your, build your life around this. So that's beautiful. Likewise, man. All right. Joe Patitucci, everyone of Plant Wave. If everyone could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast and hit that share button, we would both appreciate that greatly. Okay, bye.